Hello and welcome back to the Happy Healthy Strong Podcast. I am your host, Lauren Heiser, joined today with the Adam Lane. What's up? We are going to talk about three big topics today. I'm excited about these because they kind of reach out into different areas of living a happy, healthy, strong life. And you have to understand these things if you want to do that. So the first one related to strength is programming. How do I know uh, what type of programming to do? High rep, low rep, what's the difference? Why does it matter? Number two, how to build muscle while losing fat. This is a multifaceted approach. Your mindset comes into play, your stress, your life, your training, everything has to do with this. And number three, how do I address my digestive issues? It's really hard to be happy, healthy, and strong if you feel like crap every day because your digestion is just blah. So we are gonna debunk all of these, give you actionable steps so that you can live a happier, healthier life. But before you do, make sure you give us a follow at Oak Strength on Instagram and for myself at lauren.rxtn. With this, you can keep up with me and my daily life, things I'm working on, uh, tips and different topics. So you can dive a little bit deeper into some of the things we discuss on the show. That was really good. That was what's, pretty tasty. What's it called? Spin Drift. I just, uh, that's a whole nother podcast. How many calories is that? Discussion, but. Uh, 17. A whopping 17. I uh, love how they don't have it down. To <laughs> I, 10% juice. Um, yeah, I just finished my uh, five-day fast mimicking diet last week. And so I didn't freaking wait it until day four to realize carbonated drinks are going to make this really a lot easier, eating like yeah. no calories a day. Mm-hmm. So I went to Costco. Also shopping very hungry was, I bought the whole store. I think I had like a $400 grocery bill. <laughs> Do you know why? So 17 calories. What? Like. Well, I, th- I think it's funny that it's 17 because so much of the time you just see stuff rounded. Oh, it's 90. That is valid. Oh, it's hundred. Like, like yeah. is, is there like a rounding rule in calories? Because I don't see, I don't see prime numbers utilized in, in calorie counting. Yeah, that is really funny because even if you if you uh, look at the, it's four carbs, so four calories and a gram of carbs, so it should be 16. So but is there something else but in it's, there? It's 17. Um, well, maybe it's 4.2 grams of carbs. That is, no, yeah, that is true, actually. Well, there we go. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I'm a math guy. Yeah, look at you. Uh, no, ingredients, carbonated water, grapefruit juice, orange juice, lemon juice, hibiscus, for color. What was the fasting mimicking diet you did? What is that? Uh, <laughs> what is it? It's kind of like fasting. It's kinda, <laughs> like it look, an, I'm just looks like fasting. Tastes like fasting. <laughs> but is it? I'm not eating. No. Uh, yeah, it's a, a doctor created it. That's good. That's good. It's As a, opposed a, to like... It's a good start. Your neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> or Adam. <laughs> um, and the goal was finding out what like ratio foods, types of foods creates or doesn't create a response in the body so that your body continues on and is able to have low inflammation, um, minimal digestion. The foods are, are pretty, you know, it's soup. Wait, and So you're eating. You are eating. I am eating. The, yeah, you so, are eating. Yeah. So it's, okay. it's eating... A certain amount of food a day. It's all boxed up, and it's every day. These are the things you eat, and you just follow directions. Um, so you trick your body into fasting, but you get to do it with food. So you get the benefits of apoptosis, right? Cellular turnover, yeah. autophagy, mm-hmm. all that type of stuff, uh, without actually starving yourself and water fasting. Yeah. So D- did yeah. you check like blood levels and stuff like that? I was so mad. I was out of blood blood um, glucose strips. So after the fact, I did get them, but um, I dropped five pounds. Look at you. Which, it's... Uh, some again, water weight and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm hoping, you know, there was some type of uh, of, of cleaning out and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But essentially, I had a bit of a, not like a health scare, but just realizing that I'm, I'm not feeling the best before yeah. this and got in kind of complacency of 
food choices and, and things of that nature. And the thing that I was doing was checking my blood sugar in the morning. And I had that, you know, 10 day monitor. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm hitting 180, 200 after not good stuff, but I wanted to test it like sun chips. Yeah. Okay. Sun chips should not wreck my body and have my blood sugar spike up to like toxic levels. Yeah. Over 140 is your, when your blood sugar gets over 140, it starts to do damage yeah. inside the body. So, um, after it though, I did test it and I was like 80, 86 during the day. I have not been 86 okay. blood sugar and I can't tell you how long. Good. So, um, it's so working. Kind of hit the reset button there. Yeah. Right? And I'm so continuing that. So, wait, so do you, do you still have the, the Oh thing no, it was only last 10 days. Okay. Yeah. yeah it was gotcha. a sample. So you'd have uh, to do it again. I would. Gotcha. If I wanted to continue. Any ketone testing or anything like that? Uh, I did have ketone strips, but then I realized they were expired. They expired like last month. So that, I know, story, I know, Adam, I know. <laughs> I wanted to, well, maybe, no, I don't want to do it again. That's a hard pass. It was really rough. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to kind of continue this. It was a good like shock that I needed mm -hmm. kind of resetting like cravings. Um, I just, I'm like loving food, yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, I, I value it more. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm doing my own, own thing. I want to kind of restore my gut a little bit. And so I'm keeping gluten out and dairy out and things I know affected me before, but I just slowly let slip back into my diet mm -hmm. and they add up. Like yeah. it, it takes a long time for an intolerance response for the body to, to have that or to get to a level where you actually see symptoms and yeah. that's actually notice it. Yeah. That's something we can talk about later in the yeah. show, but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited, and maybe we can do a whole other whole other chat on that. If people so, are interested. So this wasn't a straight snake juice. No, no, fast. no. It was around. I think the first That's day was like a thousand. Right it snake is snake juice diet. Snake juice. Oh my gosh, Let's that'd go. be a fantastic no. conversation. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't want to. I don't want to popularize that guy. People. <sighs> he ha he makes some points. Yeah, yeah. Um, not, not all terrible. No, not all terrible. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see where my it wasn't really for weight loss. Get by him any on means, the show. But Adam is just rallying me, people. I'm trying to answer his question, but he just wants to talk about other things. Another day. Another, another day. day. Yeah. Should, should we get to it? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Excellent. So Lauren, this podcast. Yep. We we have some questions. Yeah. Put out to the people. Okay. And people, if you have questions, throw them to us. Yeah. You can do Oak Strength Members Group. You could, uh, you know, DM me directly on Instagram, and I'll compile those as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, whatever you need to, to yeah. let us know what you want us to chat about. We are here for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, th th three big questions here. W one, and there are three kind of different different subjects here. So one in regards to like programming. What happens physically in my body with high rep work versus low rep work? Like uh, here specifically, I can only speak for us. Like we do a combination. <laughs> right. Obviously we're oak strength. Like there, there's a strength component. We are a strength bias gym. Yeah. Um, we're not a cardio boot campy type thing. But what, you know, what, what what's happening in my body, because some people like to go light and long, you know, with lots of reps, and some people go heavier and shorter, and uh, um, what's happening in the body? Yeah, um, from a, a, a personal standpoint, uh, for those of you who don't know, I have a full-time job where I work for Aleco, and so I like, because I helped create it, I like how we talk about programming, and so um, the light reps, light as in load is low, maybe it's body weight, or maybe it's just a little bit of weight, also, the intensity is a little bit lower. It's more continuous effort. You're not like, you know, think about sprinting or jumping really high. That's a lot of power. That's not what we're talking about here. So that time, that type of, of movement and training, we call base phase. And so think about it like you're building a base. It's like a cornerstone. It's like concrete. And you have to respect that phase. And most people coming, like, you know, Adam, if you have new people come to the gym, the coach knows and understands that they are brand new. And we're not going to hammer them with five by five back squat at, you know, 160 pounds, whatever. We're going to start with more continuous reps to allow the body to build up its resiliency. 
And that's really what we want to do with these um, light and low load type of movements. So it's allowing your ligaments and joints and everything to, to realize uh, what is coming and give it time to strengthen. And so when it's able to do that, we, we create a space for the body to, to grow and improve. So that's really kind of the cornerstone to getting ready to training. And it's kind of earning the right to eventually get to the phase with it. We, we call it peak phase. And um, it really could be, be builder peak. So that's going to be power. And to have power, you have to have more force. And you also have to have more tension or load on the body. So when we flip it and we go to less repetitions because it's more challenging, it's harder on the body because your body's ready for it. The, the joints, ligaments, muscles have built up resiliency and now they're ready to express that in harder repetitions, lower repetitions. So each repetition you can put more into. And so that's kind of on a um, philosophical and physiological level what we're looking at when we look at low reps, low load versus, sorry, my bad, I said that wrong, high repetitions, low load versus low repetitions, high load. And a good program is going to have a mix of that. You can go back and forth, but some places that are more linear will do the low rep, the high repetitions for a long time. Maybe it's, you know, three, four weeks and maybe three to five days out of those four weeks, they hit some heavier stuff. And then eventually they build into, hey, now we're ready to do, you know, fives, eights at a heavier load. And uh, that's the best way for the body to get introduced to that. It's, it's kind of like... You wouldn't just tell someone to start sprinting 40-yard dashes as hard as they can. They need to walk first, then they need to jog, then they need to do some build-ups, and then they're able to sprint. You kind of have to earn that right. So what's the thought process behind, like, if I did, you know, five-by-five on a squat or deadlift or something like that versus, you know, 100 back squats, you know, or something like that. They had that, was it the 20,000-pound challenge? Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Or or something like that. Um, That's unique because you are kind of going for a load, a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see where you're going with it. But typically it was a moderate weight, high rep Mm -hmm. to be able to to, to churn them out so you can kind of – what's – you know, I I see people kind of falling into camps. Like they they only like the strength stuff, you know, anything past five reps is cardio. And then other people are like, you know, they they never do any more weight than the bar. Right. What's best? Yeah. Um, well, so your first question was what's kind of, uh, what's kind of happening when you do that super, like for the tonnage, like he was talking about super high repetition, that is going to be more metabolic. When I say more metabolic, I mean, obviously there is more of a a lung and aerobic capacity to it, depending on again, how many reps you're doing. Uh, 20 reps is not like, you know, rowing a 500 on the rower, but it's also not like doing two back squats. There is going to be that breathing heavy, that, that lactic acid buildup. So your, metabolic side of your body is going to grow in that sense in your cardiovascular side versus the five by five. Um, that's more of a, you know, just ATP, which is energy in the body. Um, and so it gets, it gets burned up very quickly and it's when we do short bursts of work and that is going to be more of our, um, muscle power versus our heart power or, uh, you know, that, that, that metabolic burn, breathe heavy, very different both getting you stronger because we're still talking about an external load, um, both challenging the body, but different body systems are going to work in different ways depending on the stimulus or the training that we give it. And I see people screwing up both, is, and that's, that's my frustration. I see them yeah. going too heavy on, on the strength stuff, form breaks down, yep. and the, the, the lower rep stuff, 
one right. breaks down. Right. But they, like, five by know. five becomes five by three because they can't finish it. Yes, yes. Yep. Or yeah. five by four and a half. Right. You know, because the, or five by two and a half because the last three and reps, back hurts you know, the next yeah, day. you know, they're, they're rounded, you know, but, oh, they, they got to enter this, this, you know, this on, you know, they're, you know, on Zen Planner or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, oh, yeah, I got it done. Great. I'm, I, I'm keeping up with so-and-so. Right. Um, where at the end of the day, and this is where, and this is why we pump the the eccentric stuff and the, and the isometric stuff so much. Yes. Like that's great that you deadlifted that bar up. Now slowly return it back to the ground and show me you have that control because that, that's a whole nother Only aspect of strength. Yeah, yeah, that that I think people that pe- people miss. Like yeah. you know, you, you pick up the big bag of dog food. Well, you just don't drop it. <laughs> you, you you put it nicely down on the ground. Um, you know, type of thing. And that, that's where people hurt themselves. Not standing all the way up, typically, as they're, they're bent over right, in some, right. some funny position. You um, just, I just remember, because you also asked uh, kind of like, what, what's the intention? And so I kind of talked about the, the physiology. But to your point, yeah, with the lighter loads, more mm-hmm. reps, you should be super intentional about every single rep you're, you're creating yeah, yeah. versus just getting it done. Yeah. Because the point of that is time under tension. So mm-hmm. by rushing the reps, you're missing the entire point of doing that. Yep. It's that eccentric. It's that, you know, you should have impeccable form. Yep. Impeccable. Because mm-hmm. that is going to cross over to your back squat. Yep. And if you train like crap light, you'll train like double crap heavy. Because yep. now there's it's harder. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and people don't va- put, put the value they need to into the easy movements. Oh, it's just, you know. Even something as simple as a burpee, yeah. you know, caving your back, not mm-hmm. keeping your core tight. You are ingraining negative yeah. movement patterns that will leak into the other movements you do. Yeah. And then you'll get hurt. Yep. And then you'll blame the gym and deadlifts hurt my back. No, you hurt your back because you're not owning your movements. And this is the result. Yeah. And that's what bothers me with like boot camp stuff where you, you just see on the light, on the, on the high rep stuff. Oh, I, I use these light dumbbells and I go and I go and I go and I go and I go. But you, you have crap movement patterns and you do that over and over and over and over. Yeah, you're not going to hurt yourself that day. Yeah. You're fine that day. Right. But after over the long hundreds run. or yes. thousands of, of crum, crummy reps, yeah. then all of a sudden something goes and, and you're too far gone by right. that point. Like you, you, we, our movement patterns are, are, are crud. You, we've lost range of motion, you know, and now all of a sudden, oh, my shoulders hurt. You know, I, c- I can never do it again. And, and, you know, but you try to because it's light. It shouldn't be hard. Right. And, and that's it. That, that, yeah, sorry. That's not the question that was asked. No, stop. It's all good. <laughs> and, and I guess last point on, on this question is just like, uh, it's cliche, but it's not cliche because it's true. And I mean it. And that is that this is a marathon and not a sprint. And so to Adam's point of going way too heavy on the five by five, you're actually doing yourself a disservice because you could be creating, you know, micro tears that you don't even know about because you're pushing yeah. yourself too mm-hmm. far past your limits. Yes. There is a time to challenge yourself. Yeah. But if your goal is to be healthy and strong, that is relative. Yeah. And so chasing numbers don't, doesn't really define that. Yeah. Uh, chasing numbers can be detrimental, speaking from experience and from mm-hmm. competitively weightlifting. That was my goal, though, so it's different. I had to push myself if I wanted to see performance results. You don't have to go 10 pounds heavier on your 5x5 five five to ensure that you are living your long, longest, healthiest, happiest yeah. life. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's something we, we forget. We mm-hmm. lose, we lose track of in the gym. I want you to be excited and I want you to push yourself, but still, you know, keep a, a long-term scope on it that there will be another day that you will five by five. And maybe that day is when you have 10 pounds more. And yeah. maybe that day is three months down the mm-hmm. road. Yeah. 
and it should feel awesome when you do it. Yeah, and just because you did a little bit less than maybe what you're used to, or maybe you did the exact same than what you've done in the past, doesn't mean it's not good. Like you, right. can, you still benefit. You get under a barbell, you you, you rack it on your back, you hit five beautiful reps, and you rack that. You are now better than what you were five reps previous. Exactly. Okay? As long as they're beautiful and it doesn't matter if it's you know your PR on the bar or a very manageable seventy percent. That's cool too. That will drive results too. That that was tendons and ligaments and other things that take that lag behind muscle right. in, the, in the way of development that that end up being the things that often get hurt on yeah. you know, on people as, yep. as we get old and yeah. and stuff like that and yeah I, muscles grow too fast yeah. and they pull on that stuff mm -hmm. and then we get tears and yeah, yeah tweaks and all, all sorts of stuff but th this leads actually really well into our second question yeah which is how to build muscle while losing fat super easy and this will be roughly a 30 second answer so yeah buckle in Lift weights. Lift weights. Um, yeah, so going off what we just talked about. You're not wrong. Lift weights. I know. Yeah. Good. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Continue. That, that's point A. We're going to have <laughs> A through Z, so buckle up here. Um, totally a, kidding. A1, totally A2. Kidding. What, what Adam just said reminded me of the fact that that day, whatever weight you did, was a probably appropriate for your readiness to train that day. So... Emotional factors, physical factors, stress factors, sleep factors, hydration, nutrition, emotional, everything creates you when you show up to the gym. And so if, let's say that 160 is your five by five back squat, and that day one, you get to 125, you're warming up and you're like, oh crap, mm -hmm. this 125 feels like 200. Mm -hmm. Listen to your body. It will not steer you astray. Yep. Like it, it is telling you things for a reason. And to Adam's point, if you just stick to that 125, do it darn well, that is going to leave you positive one in your piggy bank of, of health yep. um, instead of negative five because you overdid it. So point number one really is finding balance. You don't want to undertrain. You don't want to be a wussy and be like, that's hard. I felt my quad like twitch and it was, it was too heavy. We have to get past that. Like you are strength training. You are pushing your muscles to new levels. And we want that adaptation so that we can get stronger. But being a hero every single day also isn't going to work. Yeah. Every now and again, you, you try it. And okay, I was going for five and I got four. Cool. That's a learning lesson. Mm -hmm. Now you know that 170, you're not quite ready for that yet. And that's okay. Learn from that. And um, just find that balance between undertraining and overtraining. Is that perfect harmony. And that's what coaches are for because they know you better if not as well as you know yourself mm -hmm. and they can help direct you you know what no you should do two and a half more pounds hey you know jimmy you need to take 10 off mm -hmm. like you, I, I can already tell in warm-ups it's not looking good yeah yeah and and, and I, I think sometimes we get I, I know personally i get you know worked up in the way of i remember you know back in the day when mm -hmm. i was you know high school football and stuff like that like i i'd get you know I, i'd have a big paper thursday night and then you know, play a football game on, yeah. on Friday and be fine. Be absolutely fine. Be a little tired. Oh, just hook it up. Okay, here we yeah. go. Yeah. You know, and, and I'd play fine. Why? Because I was 17. I had more testosterone than I knew what to do with. Like, <laughs> it, it was that. But but now, like, at, at this point, we don't. We all don't have to be Michael Jordan in game six against the Utah Jazz and, and fight through the flu. I don't know if it was game six. I know it was the Jazz, though. That was a good documentary. It was, yeah. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, that yeah. was great. Last was dance great. plug. There we go. Yep. Um, that, yeah, that's fantastic. Um. I grew up during that time. That was I, I remember every I was born single one of those games. Ninety-one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at that. There's <laughs> basketball before you. Yep. Um, no, but like I, th I think that I think we get wrapped into that and be like, oh my gosh, I used to do this. I used to do this, and that's cool. If you're if you're 22 and that's and that's that's your deal, awesome. Roll with that. that yeah. That's fantastic. Um, but personally, for me, 
I want to play the next day. I want to be able to get out of bed the next day. If I'm totally immobile, if, if I'm like, I'm a terrible dad, I'm a terrible business owner, I'm right. a terrible husband. I can't, I can't do that. I don't, I don't have that flexibility. I will work hard. I will get after it. I will take note of how I feel the next day. Right. You know, if I can push a little bit more, I'll push a little bit more. If I did too much, I'm going to back off. But you know, they're, that, that's this is where I think people need to be, be very reflective of, of of where they are in this and understand that 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 more is not better. They they don't have to you know light the world on fire every day you know every day of the week. Just you got to be smart with with you you know for for the long haul for the, right. the long game right. Not just this season, not just you know for this one PR this one strength cycle. There will be more strength cycles. Yep. Yeah. And with all this uh, side side plug to remember is that. Stress, a.k.a. cortisol, is catabolic. It is yeah. breaking you down. Yeah. So by coming into the gym in a super stressed out state and then going hair on fire, as Adam is saying, mm-hmm. on a five-by-five, five, you're actually going against your goals to the point of this question. I want to gain lean muscle, or all muscle is lean. I want to get lean. <laughs> I want to gain muscle and lose fat. Well, pack on the cortisol, pack on the fat. Yeah. Eat your muscle. Mm-hmm your body literally eating itself, trying to survive. Mm. Um, so you just, you have to check it. Stress is, is this elaborate topic. Uh, and, you know, we're not going to dive into that today, but training is one of the stressors in your life. Mm. It is a necessary one, but it should be managed and reflected on. Yeah. Gosh, you said something there that was really good. I don't want to make this too long of an answer. Stress. Oh, not only if you, again, I'm saying challenging yourself when you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're feeling a little off and, and stuff like that. Yeah. You might even get it done on that day. Oh, yeah. You might accomplish your goal. You might even hit the PR. You might get sick the next day yeah. and then miss the next three days of training Yeah, where you, you, where you should have been yeah. probably doing something. And th- that's where I think, I, I know I've, I've screwed that up before. Yep. And again, it's not b- bad to take some time off and, and stuff like that, the ebb and flow of just, you know training and, and stuff like that or if you do other stuff if you run or jujitsu or yep. you know i don't know obstacle course races or, or whatever it is but like you got to be able to manage and that, that stress piece that you're talking about every single thing whether it be cold showers or saunas or you know the the, the weather outside or the, or you know your kids are driving you crazy or yep. whatever it might be yep. there's there's always some type of stress and your intuition is always going to be talking to you yeah when your intuition when you're like uh, you know, maybe I should sleep in tomorrow and, and not go to the gym. Nah, <laughs> YOLO. I should like that is your like your your thoughts happen for a reason, and so uh, trust them, trust them, and you're gonna come out stronger on the other side. There's always another day to train. Um, What's YOLO? You only live once. Oh. It's okay. That was really like circa 2010, 20, maybe oh, like yeah. 2015. Yeah, it's not okay. used as much anymore. The kids have other phrases. Oh, the kids. I'm, I'm old now. Most oh, the kids use this. Oh, no, not anymore. I, but they did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was cool when I was a kid, yeah. you know, few, three years ago. A few years ago. <laughs> Last question. Yep. Okay, here we go. Um, and this this one, can I say we're going to kind of glaze over because there's a lot here? Yes, yeah, okay. we, we, we can do follow-ups for sure. Yeah, so how do I address digestive issues? Yep. And, Lauren, I guess th- this could be anything, gas, bloating, stomach pain. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're all yeah. connected. Yeah. Uh, so – Everything, everything, everything digestion. Sorry, <laughs> just happened. Everything digestion. You want to start top down. You want to start mouth down, and people tend to focus on. Well, I, you know, I have. Uh, I think I have colon issues, or I think that you know I have gas, and that's probably more small intestine or large intestine because that's later in the tract when gas would come out. But 
it's all domino effect. What what is happening upstream to cause the downstream dilemmas, just like injuries? You know, my elbow hurts. Cool. How does your shoulder function? How does your wrist function? Same exact thing. So with that, number one, you're all going to hate me, uh, but uh, we don't chew our food. <laughs> chomp, chomp, gulp. That is... Think about the last time you were starving. You're like, I'm just pulling over at this drive-thru, getting this burger. You probably finished that burger 800 calories, as much as I was eating as in a day on my fast-mimicking mm-hmm. diet, in two minutes. Um, and when you do that, you put such extreme stress on your digestive system. And your, your stomach uh, has to work harder to break it down. And it probably isn't able to do it as much as it could because it didn't get mechanically, via your teeth, broken down. Mm-hmm. So now you have larger chunks of food moving through your digestive system when they should already be chyme. They should already be churned up from the stomach. But if the stomach is overstressed by too much in it at one time, it can only do so much and food is going to keep moving. That's how your digestive system works. So then we have these chunks of food moving through the digestive tract where you have microflora, bacteria, good and bad. And when big chunks get in there, bacteria go haywire and it gives them more to feed on. They love simple sugars starchy carbs, things like that. And so bacteria eat it. Well, they have a digestive system too, and they produce gas. And that can cause a lot of um, gas and things that we will see. I could keep going down that path as well. I guess last thing I'll add. Talk more about gas. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, No, not about gas, but the chunks of food. Um, Also, when that happens, it's, it's just again, it's just stress. And so the food is bigger than it should be where it shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And that can cause um, disruption to our lining of our digestive system. Your lining of your digestive system is like a, um, think of an onion in high school biology. When you take a, a, literally a cell layer of your onion, that's the epithelial of your digestive system. And that is all the stronger it is. Very easily punctured, irritated, Mm -hmm. the parietal cells or little cells in there that are meant to, you know, stay tight, the junctions between them create gaps, and yeah. then you have things getting out into your body, floating around that should not be there. Then we get autoimmune responses mm-hmm. because the body's like, whoa, what is this banana chunk floating around out here? It should be in there. Oh, now I have a banana intolerance. No, you have a gut that is inflamed, and so generally healthy foods that are good can be causing these intolerances. Yeah. Um, there are autoimmune conditions which have you know allergies, and I understand that. I'm not making light of that, but chew your food. <laughs> think yeah. I just went on a five minute rant of what can happen when you don't chew your food and it's free and it's just something you have to buckle up and do and think about it. So, yeah. um, start small, start with count to 10, count to 10. Your jaw is going to be sore, but that's fine. And I mean, 30 is like a, is like a beautiful magic number. You get to 30 and your food is pretty mushed up in your mouth and, uh, it should go down pretty easy and see if you notice changes in three days of chewing everything for 30 bites. Can, can I make an unpopular statement? Great. I think, we are in this world where the the food that we have is so, I don't know, dramatized mm. and like it's it like everything. Like I only work out so I can eat and da 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 da. Donuts are life and da da. Yeah. And don't let's be clear. I love donuts. Like yeah. you know, there's the, but the, I think we've we've accepted some falsehoods in life where like oh everybody eats bread because we're italian and then oh right. we do what everybody we, does yeah you yeah know, oh we're you know we're sugar we, extreme we, amounts of sugar are normalized yes. yeah yeah it's 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 absolutely fine yeah um it, it just and, and stuff that and it's it's almost crazy like if i tell my mom <laughs> i'm not eating pasta she will look at me like yeah. you know i'm yeah like i just you know, spit in her face um 
Yeah, this is a whole other talk. I, I like this. It, it is, but like yeah, I, I the think social emotional of food. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's just, oh yeah, it's 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 what we do. Culver's is fine. Yeah, I just did a. Yeah. yeah well, if if you have things going on, you might really, 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 really have to put a hard stop and be weird. You might have to be strange for a period of time, or maybe for a long time. Yeah. In order to get your house together. Yeah. Amen. And 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 and, and be and be fine with it, and yeah. and and know that it's not just like. I don't know, just this diet or that diet, or, oh, shucks, I have an autoimmune something, something. It's like, you can do something about it. Oh, I have type 2 diabetes. You could do something about it. Like, yeah. th- there are things too. They might be aggressive. They might be a little crazy. I, I can't eat sugar. I have to eat low carb. Yeah. I have to eat, I can't eat any more. Yes. Yeah. And you, you just have to <laughs> that get. That might be it. Right. And full, I mean, full disclosure, I just went through this. I just had this realization. Like, you have to get to the point where you're done. Like, I am done waking up every day with brain fog. I am done wanting to fall asleep after meals. I am done having not very pleasant trips to the bathroom. Like, my life, my quality of life is de- is going downwards. Yeah. And that should not be the case when I have all these other things in my life that I'm doing so well at. Just because, oh, I don't want to have to not eat bread. Poor yeah. pitiful me. And mm-hmm. it's this little sympathy card yeah. of, wait, so play a scenario here. Hey, Lauren, I've been bloated like I'm six months pregnant for the past six months. Help. All right, cool. Let's uh, first maybe do some testing, whatever. But after that, if it reveals what I think it will, we're going to, you know, not have gluten and dairy yeah. for a month. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> Wait, so you're ready to change your life, <laughs> but you won't do that. No. It's like, but I won't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's so frustrating. Is that meatloaf? Did yeah, you I just, you're welcome. I'm studying up. I'm trying to stay relevant mm-hmm. on here. Uh, with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think meatloaf no, is relevant. No. Uh, it's funny, though. It's funny. My, 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 my head is, Irrelevant. is, is Relevant. lyrics. Relative. Jeez. Uh, so, you, yeah, you, you, have to, you have to care enough and, have the, and not have a scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset of, wow, let's look at these literally hundreds of mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables and all this other stuff that I can eat. Yeah. All we focus, is, focus on is what I can't do, yeah. right? You get injured. Hurt my elbow. Life is over. Yeah. You can squat. You can lunge. Yeah. You can run, right? But we just focus on, we, it's like we want to. We mm-hmm. want to be like, oh, woe is me. Yeah. Instead of, to your point, being empowered to own your health and heal yourself. Mm-hmm. That, that, that is what we can do. Yeah. Um, so chew your food. And <laughs> on uh, second to that, so we have to be able to have mechanical breakdown, but then we need you know, chemical breakdown. So a lot of us probably need some digestive enzyme help. Um, probably 70 to 80% of my clients, myself included, are on some type of digestive enzyme. So uh, that is the first line of, not defense, but it's like uh, ammo, ammo for your guns. Mm-hmm. If your digestive system is the gun shooting, shooting the food away, you need ammo. And if your body isn't making enough of it on its own for whatever reason, we can supplement that. So that is definitely something to consider. And, um, you know, there are different questionnaires and symptoms and things that can allude to what type you might need, but very simple in a, in a quick 30-second thing here. If you notice when you have extreme amounts of fat, nuts, avocados, um, fattier cuts of meat, and you tend to have loose stools after that, you probably need some more bile in your life um, or more regulated amounts of bile. So um, ox bile is really good if you tend to have issues with fats. That shouldn't be something that you just struggle with. That's something that I take. Overall, digestive enzymes uh, can be helpful if you are noticing um, the bloat or uh, like a, just like a heavy feeling in your stomach. That's probably some low stomach acid. And there are different ways to, to take that. And, you know, that's a whole nother talk. But you got to support. You got to support your digestion. Yeah. I think I've just done 
if I say pepsin, do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Like yeah, just pepsin like go into pepsinogen, which breaks yeah, down proteins. Yeah, like HCL, solar ray stuff, and yep, yeah, yeah. If I find this, if I eat at night, like too late, but well, like think about it, my, yeah. your body knows it starts yeah. to down regulate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it 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 will help me sleep better if I if I do eat too close to bedtime. Yep. And not that it's an excuse to eat close to bedtime, but like you know, yeah. if no, totally, I get home late, I haven't eaten since blah blah. blah you know, just yep. eat something. It, yeah, yeah, it's definitely definitely helpful. And uh, the, the last one to wrap up is, um, oh, man, my head is going to be so good. Wait. Oh, you need to give your digestive system time to relax, hmm. as in stop snacking. I'll say it again. Stop snacking. You aren't hungry. You're bored. And if you are hungry, eat more during your meals so that you're not hungry in between meals. We should, as humans, be fine at a minimum of three hours between meals. There is no Yeah, that's y- a hard minimum too. I- yes. Ignore Jeez. the bodybuilder myth five. of <laughs> I have to eat every two or my muscles will disintegrate. Wrong. You need to you need to give your digestive system time to rest. And so um, something to start with, a super elementary level, is try ha- try ensuring that you have a minimum twelve hours of not eating bedtime to breakfast time. Or sorry, dinner to breakfast time. Start with that. Give yourself at least twelve hours overnight for your digestive system to calm down inflammation, especially if you're currently experiencing digestive issues. And I would be, uh, I'm, you will be, you will be amazed to see the difference and spacing out your meals yeah. throughout the day. So to just spell it out for people, yep. people get off work at six o'clock, they mm-hmm. get home, they make something for dinner, they eat at seven. Yep. That means eight. they go to bed. Probably, yep. It means you shouldn't eat breakfast until 7 a.m. the next day. Yeah. That would be 12 hours. Yep. That would be decent. And yep. then, then we get into the whole intermittent fasting thing where if you wanted to push that longer and stuff like that, not today. Right. But yeah, that's that's what that means. If you haven't yeah. you know, when Lauren talks about her you know, her, her window. Let the let the body rest. Yeah. Let it let it do what it does. Let it recharge. Stop, you know, yeah. throwing food that, and make it digest. Right. Make it work. Yeah. Stress it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and that messes with also like going to the bathroom if anyone struggles with constipation or diarrhea. When your digestive system is like a is like a, a domino system, and so when you eat something that triggers large intestine to move, because hey something new's coming in, let's clear out the old. So if you're constantly eating, that's constantly being triggered. But simultaneously, once things hit the small intestine, it's like the stomach then tries to calm down because energy and resources need to move to the small intestine to do its job. So if there's a constant eating all day, it's like these chemical signals are like, what do I do? Go stop, go stop. And so we end up with issues of, oh, I'm constipated or, oh, I'm running to the bathroom all the time. Well, yeah, your digestive system can't keep up with you. You're just constantly filling it with crap. Um, And then that stems out into all the other chronic diseases of blood sugar dysregulation, metabolic dysfunctions, thyroid issues, like it goes on and on and on. And so this very simple principle can really help you multifaceted in all areas of life. Yeah. I think that's all of our questions. I agree. Yes. All right. Again, guys, if you have you have questions for it, like we, we and honestly, the more specific you can be, the better. So yep. like th- th- these questions that we got were a little bit general. Um, we kind of had to speak very generally, but if you have something very, very specific, um, that's not too embarrassing. Like we can really like, like nar- narrow down pretty gosh darn hard. Cause I, I think the, the hardest thing with everything that is fitness and wellness and nutrition, stuff like that, everybody's different. Mm. There's not one right, you know, th- thing that's going to meet the needs of every single person. Yeah. Um, that's why I honestly say, I hate even saying take digestive enzymes. I don't know if you really need to do that. Yeah. I have to talk to you to know. Yeah. So and, yeah. And it, it could hurt you. 
if exactly. you if you did not need exactly them. yeah yes. yeah do not just throw mm-hmm. stuff on the problem yeah, I'm gonna try this yeah, yeah maybe <laughs> maybe not but no but yeah d- d- don't hesitate we, we I mean the whole reason we, we have this podcast is so you listen um so if if, if we're addressing the things that you want to hear we're doing our jobs so yep. awesome all right guys this is the happy healthy strong podcast with Lauren and Adam we're out. And thank you guys for listening. Check us out, oakstrength.com, social media at oakstrength. And until next time, be happy, be healthy, be strong. Peace.